Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations Podcast We thank you for listening, wherever you're listening, however you're listening Once again, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on We hope you enjoyed this episode and we just really, really thank you for all the recurring people that comes back uh, to listen to every podcast We really appreciate you supporting what we do What we're trying to do Just to spread the kingdom message And it's so much appreciated We just can't thank you enough We hope you enjoyed this episode And shalom Hello everyone and welcome to another episode Of the Kingdom Conversations Podcast Wherever you're listening, however you're listening We appreciate you so much for joining us um whatever platform you're listening on make sure that you subscribe to stay notified whenever we post something um and we're just so happy to be here yet another week to share uh what elohim places on our hearts and our minds so how you doing today uh minister Derek? i'm good man how are you i'm doing good man it's blessing to be alive here another week be able to uh keep the kingdom message going definitely is and um that's one thing that i'm just excited about is about um sharing the kingdom message with others and just seeing how they receive it because it's it's new to them and um just giving them a way of uh i should say showing them a way of living or idea that they can live out in the earth and be a king that they don't have to go through all the pain and suffering that they did in the past yeah, that's that's an amazing thing because, and I'll speak from personal experience, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate the things that you go through or the ideologies that you have and things like that or, you know, the emotional uh, trauma and things that you went through. Some, a lot of times in life, it could seem like that's who you always are going to be. That'll always be with you. But with the kingdom message, you know, truly with it comes uh, freedom with the truth that it gives. And so it's amazing to see how when people truly accept uh, Elohim's precepts and his plans and his true message, how it will uh, truly change their life. I just know for me from personal experience, I look at me now and my life, you know, uh, the years ago when I wasn't born again, it's just like being in a totally different world. It really feels like going from, you know, one kingdom to another. Uh, one lifestyle to another so i you know i just be going off <laughs> <laughs> no i understand um the same thing for me like i never imagined like the life i'm living now um being you know 26 in the position that i'm in uh is to me is crazy and it, it had nothing to do with you know me getting a great job me getting uh, I mean, even to have, uh, what should I say, the mental capacity to start and maintain a business or to even be a minister to teach the word. Like, the only thing I knew how to teach uh, when I was in college was how to play video games. I, I remember doing a report on it, and I got one of the highest grades in the class because that was my passion. So that was what I taught. Um, you tried to teach me how to play league. Oh, yeah, that's right. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> But just now, like seeing where I'm at and uh, a lot of things, people talk about, well, what they're passionate about, what they want to do. You, you know, scriptures say he'll um, give you your heart's desires. You know, that scripture was referring to his desires uh, coming in us and 
those desires become ours. So uh, things that I've been doing, I know that there are things that he, the Elohim um, has placed in me to do in the earth. And so just submitting to him and allowing him to teach me, uh, to, I should say the Holy Spirit to teach me and guide me and what I'm doing. Uh, so I never, like I said, imagined that I would be in a position that I am in life, especially with a wife, a kid, um, and I'm only 26. <laughs> so it, I know some people say it's, it's kind of hard to start a life this young or live, um, what should I say, this day, age, and time, being young and married. Um, and then also I just saw article recently talking about how student loans are you know ruining people's lives or they have to start their lives late because they're trying to pay back for going to school i went to school and i'm paying student loans you paying student loans but they're not bothering us because we understand that's not uh when you're practicing the principles that we don't worry about things like that because we understand that the father is our provider that he uses us in order to uh get things done in the earth and money, you know, uh, I was just talking to my mother about this, about not worrying about money, because we know that in, was it Matthew, Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of El and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And um, one thing that we do uh, is people limit themselves. You know, Elohim can add wealth to you, but people are so limited because of their jobs. Your jobs give you a salary. They give you um, a set amount of money that they'll pay you, but with your job, I mean, with a business, then it's limitless. You said an amazing thing when you was talking about um, how Elohim will give you your heart's desires and his your desires are truly his desires. Mm-hmm. Um, when you understand that the principles of um, creation, um, when Elohim made us um, to give dominion over the earth. You know, it's that's what we were created to do. And the different gifts and things that we have, you know, um, the things that we were created to do is already in us that we enjoy them, that we like them, and that it makes us happy to do those things. You know, when anybody finds out a talent and stuff they have, they enjoy doing it. You know, it was it was programmed in them along with that gift to enjoy doing what they're doing. And a lot of times, you know, living for Elohim, people really don't know that it was your original uh, desire to love living for Elohim. It's just that when the enemy came in, he got things off. And, you know, a lot of people nowadays, they're really uh, hesitant to get born again. You know, even people that know, you know, you're sure is real, that Elohim is real. And that they should live right. They just can't seem to let go of those other things that people say are fun nowadays. You know, doing what I want to do. But really, you don't know. It's nothing but the enemy taking uh, what Elohim has created and manipulating it. You know, so those things that you're saying, like, oh, I still got my little bit of fun to do. You're, you're doing nothing but doing his will. He's made you happy doing his will. Uh, the enemy has you happy, you know, going out and, you know, uh, trying to spread so-called dominion of doing his things throughout the earth so uh, we have to realize and understand that whatever Elohim has called us to do we will enjoy that and we will like that because it's what we're created to do 
and the things that the enemy has us out here doing, we've just been deceived to believe that these are things we enjoy. You know, I used to <clears throat> smoke and I like marijuana and I used to think that was so fun. You know, that's the thing to do everywhere you go high, be high, you know, and that was my fun, you know, that I had a hard time giving up when I decided I was going to come into the faith. But now I realize, you know, it was nothing fun about letting the enemy use me to promote his agenda of having people, you know, hide their minds, having their minds so focused on other things and uh, drugged out that they're not focused on things they should, like completing their purpose and assignment. So um, that's what came to my mind when you said that. I know that was kind of long winded, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's good, man. I mean, that's what this podcast is for to <laughs> um to spread, you know, the kingdom message. And one thing that really helps people is realizing that, you know, they're not alone. We all got missed in the past. Um I remember being in church that I never wanted to get saved. Um, because I I was like, I gotta give up sex. You know, I gotta give up um the things that I wanna do. I'm like, no, I'm not about to do that. I'm about to keep doing what I wanna do. And then when I get older, um, you know, I get saved then. And that was my pro- thinking process, like, when I was a teenager. Um, but like you say, I mean, that's just a trick of the enemy to make things more appealing. And that's what he really does. He wants to attack, the, you know, the kids, uh, get them out of position. Because, you know, that's one reason Elohim said, honor that father and that mother, because your parents are really there to teach you um, his ways. Because... A child is just like a open, uh, I won't even say an open book. A child is almost like, a, I guess you would say if you're a programmer, it's like a, a open source of code that you can just sit down and type and make a program however you want to. Whatever you program that child's mind to do, that's what that child will do. Um, and so th- that's one thing that really kept me from getting saved, just the things I saw in the world, but the biggest thing that we I look at now is just the benefits of living in the kingdom. Nobody ever told me about the benefits. Nobody ever told me about uh, living a successful lifestyle. All I ever saw was, you know, watching TV was the way the world did things and how they were living and listening to music, listening to, you know, all the rap music and stuff. And I'm like, well, they talking about they got money and they got this and getting older and realizing that the record uh, company really is the one who owns them. They ain't making all the money. That ain't their money. So, it was really ignorance as a um, when I was young, and like I say, just um, just sharing that so people know, you know, we we all you you not alone, and I'm not here to brag about what I did in the past, not here to boast about it, because my thing is now who I am now is not who I was back then, just to show where I've come from, and I don't think I've come as as far as you came, Octavian. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm here. Because <laughs> I, cause I, I share a lot of your, I actually share your testimony with some people I meet because I'm like, y'all just don't understand, like, who this person was before he got born again. I'm like, y'all don't get it. <laughs> like, this man has a whole family. Like, this, this is not the Octavian I went to school with. Um, so I'm telling you, man, you got a great testimony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, um, 
I look back on it and stuff like that. And this is actually one of my topics, so I guess we can like slide into one of the topics with this. Okay. But, uh, I was talking to uh, my wife, and I was telling her, I was like, you know, I, I look at myself where I was before I was born again, and who I was when I was younger, and it was like, I felt like I was living a lie when I look back on my life when I was in uh, college, because uh, my uncle used to always tell me growing up, he was like, never say what you aren't going to do if you don't have your sure in your life. You know, I used to always say, man, you know, uh, doing drugs, man, I'll never do that. Uh, going around here and doing this, i never do that. He used to always tell us, don't ever say what you want to do if you don't have your sure in your life. And that was definitely true because I was telling my wife a story about how before I got into college, DJ, I didn't even listen to rap music. I never mm-hmm. listened to it. I used to listen to, you know, uh, if, if some people don't know what anime is, but it's basically Japanese cartoons or what uh, I'll say uh, Eastern uh, cartoons. But, uh, yeah, I used to listen to those theme songs and stuff all the time. You know, I used to listen to the music that all the people I grew up with used to say I was weird, you know. But I was telling her the story of how I can remember how the enemy slowly started transitioning me into listening to listening to things that was destroying my mind. And I could vividly remember the process of how it happens and how the enemy is so patient and he's so sneaky and how he does things. You know, the enemy isn't someone, if he wants to, you know, lead you in a certain way or change you into something, he's not going to try to do it overnight. He's patient. He'll take his time with you, you know, if you allow him to. And it was a slow process for me over the years. So um, it's just crazy uh, to think about how manipulative manipulative the enemy is. And um, the purpose of all that was to say, like, you know, um, that that message, uh, the true message that goes behind never say what you are going to do if you don't have your shoe in your life is that us as human beings trying to lean on our own understanding is not going to work. It, it's not going to work and it never has. It never will. The enemy is, is so happy when he hears someone saying, you know, I'm going to take control of my own life and do this stuff myself. He's so happy to hear you say that because he got you right where he wants you. You know, uh, there's nothing new up under the sun. And, you know, you being born from man, just like everyone else, you're not going to be the one person that grows up and says, you know, I can do this all on my own and actually go out and actually do it yourself. It doesn't work. You know, that's why we see all these scandals and, oh, my goodness, this person did did this. They just dug up dirt on that. You're going to keep seeing it. I mean, it's just the oh, nature yeah. of human without without your without the Holy Spirit in their life that you're going to mess up. You're going to do things. Trying to do things off your own power is not going to work. So uh, that was the first thing I had. No, that was good. Um because that, that was one thing my wife used to actually tell me well she used to tell me that somebody else told her so i think that was something that i guess you would say a lot of older people pass down because uh, she would say never say you know what you won't do if you don't have shoe in your life so it would say the same thing to me because there was actually uh some things that i did and i was like you know i never thought i would do that and um she said it the same saying was saying she's not surprised because one thing about it, well, even when people, well, unless people, let's say this, before, 
before people get born again for real because <laughs> some people get born again and backslide uh, and so that's why I say for real because uh, I was listening to one of Dr. Larry messages and he was saying you you truly haven't been delivered unless you never go back to it again um, because many people will they'll say they delivered but then they keep having these well you know when, when somebody has a drug addiction they have what uh, relapses and they keep having these and keep going back and um, in acts of rebellion when they know that it's wrong then you haven't completely been delivered what's in you know inside of you they haven't truly repented what's inside of them hasn't been burnt up and destroyed it's still there a desire that they still have in them and um, that's one thing and we, we both know that the enemy is not going to tempt you with something that you don't want he's going to tempt you with something that you want and you, we know that before you're deceived you're actually seduced he's going to seduce you before um, he deceives you give something that you really want something you really desire and then you just take it and the um, thing about sin we know that um, it leads to to death so that's his whole plot. His whole plan is to kill, steal, and destroy. And like what you were saying is that um, just that passing down because without Yeshua there, uh, and, and that's why he say if you love, um, if you love me, you know you will keep my commandments um, because the Father is love. And what really we know this that men were created to carry out commands, um, and that's what really we should be looking to do, but there's so much of just living freely and there is no discipline. And that's what religion, I really didn't want to bring all this up, but <laughs> that's what religion has really brought into play. No discipline. You know, if you look at really the big one is Christianity, because if you look at uh, nation of Islam, you look at Muslims, you look at Jews, you look at other religions, they all got discipline. But when it comes to Christianity, you just do what you want. Um, and there's no guidelines, just everything falls under the grace teaching. His grace, his grace is like they just want you to come uh, to church Sunday and make sure you pay your tithes and give offering. Um, that goes back really to what you said about people not really being born again for real. For real, when right. you finally do, you know, you don't want to go back to that stuff. I remember when I was in um, high school. And uh, that was my first time trying to live a born again lifestyle. And, you know, I was, you know, doing everything. I was reading my scriptures, trying to do what it says. But, you know, one day I just and, you know, this taught me that I had a patience problem when I look back on it, that I was looking around at all the other people. And I was like, you know, these these high school dudes who do nothing but come here, be disobedient. They getting all the girls, getting all the fame, getting all the glory. And they ain't living nothing, ain't doing nothing right except what they want to do. And it seems like they're reaping all the benefits and I'm just sitting here, you know. And when I, when the enemy put that in my mind, I just, I was like, bump it, you know. I just started living back the way I used to because I was like, it's, it's no point. I'm trying to live born again. But when I gave my life um, seriously to Yeshua, you just couldn't do it, you know. <laughs> and even if, you know, I remember one time I was, uh, I had just, you know, in the process of just getting born again. And, man, I accidentally, you know, just said a cuss word because I used to, you know, curse a lot when I was uh, not born again. I accidentally let a cuss word slip. And, DJ, I felt bad all night. <laughs> <laughs> 
Built your own convictions. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. Um, I, I actually got born again in college. Um, and then I backslid. I mean, that was my thing. Like, cause what actually there was actually two things that made me backslide. Like, I kind of cause uh, I remember talking to um, Hank. I don't know if you remember Hank. Um, but he said, yeah, when I he, do, man. He seems yeah. like he's doing. He does great work now. Yeah, he do. Um, but he said it, and it kind of made me uh, think on what we shows. You know that people really are, you know, looking at you. He told me that he was like, when I met you, you didn't curse, and you know, I, that was when I was backsliding. I started to curse. The thing that really led me to backslide was uh, when I was playing video games heavily. You know, I wasn't spending any time in the word. I was around a lot of people playing video games. You know, raging online and stuff like that. I started getting upset, and then uh, I, I wasn't reading scripture. Like I didn't read any scripture. All I did was listen to <laughs> listen to gospel songs and pray. That was all I did. And I didn't understand that. You know, if you really don't know the word, you don't know how to pray. You don't know how to communicate with, with the Father. You don't know His plan. So I was really going based off of uh, just what I felt and what I had been taught in church, um, but I didn't read the word. And video games, one and another was porn. That was actually the other one. Um, I had a hard time stepping away from that because um, I was like, well. (laughs) I'm telling you, people take that mess lightly nowadays. Like, it's not, you know, a serious thing. But I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, like, porn, that is a serious addiction. Like, it's, it's serious. Yeah. And... And that's what I had a hard time with because I had friends um, that would talk about it a lot. And they, one guy had just bought a 3D TV. And this was like, I think this may have been the week after I was born. He had a 3D TV and he was showing us porn on it. He was like, now you can watch it in 3D like you're there. And um, I was like, well, I really want to see this. And so that was one thing. And then, like, like I said, and a lot of times that's why I say that, you know, if you are giving your kids cell phones, when they're young, I mean, you just give them access to porn. Because, I mean, I got an iPhone when I was in high school. And, I mean, I had the internet whenever I wanted it. Um, and then I, I know a couple of other people, like kids that I was around that were doing the same thing. They get phones when they're young. They on social. I mean, if, if they on social media, you ain't keeping them from nothing. They know more than you do. So, what should I say when it comes to, you know, sexual wise? Like, I know Dr. Larry said all the time, they can teach you something. So, it's, it's really, man, it really does take, as you were saying, it takes patience. Because I was looking at, like, well, I can have all this now. And it's, it's kind of hard for me to give up. But I didn't have any word to back up how um, I should live a life. Yeah. The enemy knows... Um the best time to take out something is in infant stages, you know, that's the best, that's the best time. So that's why it's like, when you get born again, that's when it, uh, you try it. It seems like during that time, that's when everything in the world comes up that you was interested in before then, you know, like, like you said, the guy came with the 3d TV to watch, you know, porn. It's just like, you know, man, right when I got born again, really, you know, and the enemy knows that. So, you know, giving kids that stuff. I mean, it is true. I mean, you can literally go on Facebook, friend three people, and bam, that's porn. Right. You know, 
<laughs> like it, it, it takes nothing. Nowadays, it's in the ads. You know, they could be like, "Hey, man, come eat this burger," and it's just a butt naked, butt naked lady for some reason eating a hamburger for some reason. So you're definitely right. Yeah. Um, and we can transition to the uh, the next topic because one I had was also understanding the word. Um, because like I said, I never read the word then, but one thing that happened when I started reading it, when I, you know, got born again for real, I was like, I'm for real, so I'm giving up everything, because I was at the point, you know, I was ready to commit suicide. Um, but I, one scripture that kept me was, um, he said he'll never leave me for, nor forsake me, so I was like, if he say that, it gotta be true. I was like, I ain't got nobody else to depend on. So, I started reading the word, and when I started reading the word, I started reading in Matthew, Yahoo, Matthew, and just starting to learn about Yeshua and, like, what he was really saying. I'm like, the things that I'm reading here in Scripture are not what I'm seeing in today's church in America. And so, you know, like I said, the Holy Spirit was revealing things to me, and I would go to church, and I'm like, this is not what y'all not living out was being taught. And I was actually talking to, again, I was talking to my mother about it today, and she was telling me the same thing. She said she was about to leave. My wife told me the same thing, that she was ready to leave. Um, but one thing that we all know is that, you know, we don't put our faith in people. We put our faith in uh, Elohim. Because if you turn away from the faith, if you turn if you turn away from believing, you know, that Yeshua uh, died and was resurrected, then, I mean, you've given up uh, on the whole thing. And it's not for us to turn and that's why being ambassadors is so important and how you were saying you didn't see anybody seeing like all the people out and i was the same way in high school because i i was voted most bashful in high school so i um i would people didn't consider me to talk but it seemed like those that were more talkative and you know just class clowns they got more attention like you say they got more of the girls and you know that's what you know that's appealing to kids when they're in high school but uh that's why being ambassador is so big especially being young and somebody who's living uh, a kingdom life or a king a righteous kingdom life and really what's missing in the earth um and like i say understanding um uh, the word uh actually helps with that because when you understand the word i understand now that there are consequences for my action my actions of rebellion they don't come they may not come as swiftly but there are still consequences and I understand that the way I'm living is not to please me, it's to please the Father because I am in covenant with him. I have a relationship with the Father. I fellowship with the Father. He reveals his plan to me in the earth. Uh, and that was the same thing he did with Noah and Abraham. He revealed his plan to both of them because if you look in Scripture, I know it says that Noah walked with Elohim. And another person was uh, Enoch. It says that Enoch walked with Elohim. And we know that he was <laughs> one of the people that just went straight up to heaven. He didn't even die. Um, but if you look in scripture, you'll see that. And one thing that he did, he gave his plans to Noah, what he was about to do in the earth. He gave his plans to Abraham. He made him a great nation. So really spending time in the word and getting this knowledge, um, well, I should say getting an understanding <laughs> of the knowledge that, I, that I'm receiving really helps me to have wisdom, which is applying it to my everyday life. You know, it's reading the word is really, really important. Um, you know, me, I, I was, you know, word head would sit down, you know, 
before I got married, I'd sit down and, you know, read the word, like, all day. Like, that's all I do. <laughs> you know, you guys would tell me, you know, like, man, you're going to have to get that spirit in there, too, eventually, man. But Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just read the word all day. But, yeah, you really need it because you could be, you know, Holy Ghost field, speaking in tongues, you know what I'm saying, anointing fly at your fingertips. But, I mean, if if you just don't know what the will of the father is i mean it's just i mean it's like it's it's just like no direction you know you don't know what you, what he wants what you should do which way you should be going how to handle things it's it's just you know and you know really um getting into the word is really uh, another f- a way of fellowshipping with the father you know people think it's just you know fellowshipping it's really just prayer you know praying and praying and talking to him but his word is also fellowship. Um, so I agree with you that it's, it's really, really important because, you know, it's, it's so many people out here that, you know, I, when I was growing up and uh, going to church and stuff that people really wasn't reading the word at all. They really only depended on their pastors and what their pastors told them. And that's all they went off. You know, um, they, they put the pastor in such a, position to where you know he fed them everything it was no studying on their own so um and it's basically still having lost sheep it's you know it's really the same thing you know sheep uh when you're sure he looked out and saw the people and he was sad because he was like he see a bunch of sheep without a shepherd and it, it's really the same thing when you're not reading in the word because you know you're not really getting shepherded you know you're not getting taught the ways to go so that's what i have to say in response to that and that's very true. Um, and people today, they're actually, you know, turning away from the word because there's such a push of knowledge and access to information, as we said before. And religion has really turned a lot of people away because you have a lot of what would they say millennials not going to church today. And that's really where uh, Elohim led led me to study history. And I, you know, I got connected to a, a shepherd uh, that was also teaching about history. And just how, you know, Christianity was started. Because I used to hear people say all the time, well, Christianity was created. It was a uh, a religion that um, the Romans used to control the people. And I'm just like, I don't believe, you know, none of that. I used to try, try to find ways to prove that Christianity was more than a religion. But actually, if you look um, at Constantine, the Council of Nicaea, you see that it was created. And they left out books um, out of the uh, the Bible, which is books of books, because they want to push their own agenda. And, you know, the Catholics, they kind of, they took on what they call like the responsibility of carrying out the New Testament or uh, carrying out the message that Yeshua taught. And uh, they really made up their own holidays because there were established holy days that the what some call the new church really was the um, the new believers. Once the Holy Spirit came, they were keeping the feast of unleavened bread. They were keeping tabernacle. That they were keeping these feast days. But it was really the Roman Catholics that changed the holidays. And when I st- started studying history, I was like, oh well, what they said is true. And, and another one was my wife. My wife was somebody who didn't grow up in a religious setting like I did, so she questioned everything we would go to church and come home and she had about 10 questions i couldn't answer not one so 
really studying history actually helped me a lot because he was like well why do they do this and why do they do that i couldn't find anywhere or why they did but now we understand like um that when um you have a pulpit and a pastor is standing up in a pulpit and you have the people sitting down listening to him that came from the roman catholic church i mean that was started in rome uh and many other things that that started in rome our government uh which is a um, a democracy that was uh, really a greek idea that the romans carried out so just studying history and really looking at how christianity was started you know you had the crusaders you had um who else was it other people that killed they say killed in the name of christ and all of that was religion they they usually look in slavery they use religion to control black people they they justified their actions by using uh scriptures out of the bible so and that's why you have actually a lot of black people today who turn away from it because they reference that how um it was the slave owners used it to control i should say the prisoners of war but man when i when i hear just even the word catholicism i just i'm just like you know it's it's just it's horrible man like when you go and learn like what the roman catholics did and the greeks and all that other stuff and you really learn their history i can i can understand it'll make you mad but you know you shouldn't what people do is you know it lets them turn them from the truth and you shouldn't let it do that you know you shouldn't yeah. let it turn you away from the faith because you know i you know when i sit and think of catholicism like people you know talking about they have the power to give you forgiveness and you know all this other stuff i mean even when the um what was it it was a point in history where the catholic church was basically selling um to rich people that they were basically i forgot what it was called i just studied it last night but and that's it led martin luther to actually writing of uh, this piece on the catholic church which caused this big schism or divide in the church but uh the catholic church their history they were basically like selling this um blessing to the people of like if you uh, give us a certain amount of money. At first, it was supposed to be, you know, so-called good intentions, but eventually they start selling it to where, like, if people gave them money, they would save them, like, special blessings in heaven or special places in heaven, or they get special treatment in heaven. And I'm like, how in the world are you going to buy something heavenly with money that's going to fade away, you know? Right. And when I, just, when I just hear the stuff about what the Catholic Church has done, you know, praying over the slave ships and stuff like that, I'm like, my goodness, how can anybody still be in this, in this religion? But it's all mind control, you know, just as well as people could be in the um, Christian, you know, religion. So. Yeah, and is and it is hard trying to explain it to somebody who is a Christian because, well, we both were Christians at one point. And one and this studying history actually, like I say, helped me get out of that. And I didn't throw away, you know, my whole faith. I still believe that Elohim was was real. That Yeshua died for my sins. Like I wasn't throwing that away because the things I experienced, like you know, the visions I saw, the um, the principles working in my life, like the 
people's turnarounds, what the father told me what my vision was in the earth. Like he he told me what I was gonna be doing and like receiving all this, but just by spending time in prayer, I'm like, he's real. But Christianity is is it is man made. And it is really what men tried to try to use in order to explain the word. And, and that's another thing. So if these people had this Christian thinking, then the ones that wrote the the Bible, they also had this type of thing. And so we have to be careful and look at the trans translations. And that's where studying the Hebrew comes in, because that gives you a better understanding of the word, what the Holy Spirit was really saying to the writer. Um, and just not to get so caught up, because some people, they'll take that and just bash Christians down. Like, my thing is not to bash anybody that's a believer like um, we're, we're all in this together like it's all about you know unity and uh, in the book of uh messiah acts we see that ananias and sapphira is like they died not because they lied they died because they broke unity and the holy spirit was moving in such a way to uh bring everybody together that i mean what they did they had to be taken out like the one <laughs> like those in the um in the Torah and the Tanakhian, what what some call the Old Testament. Yeah, because, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, and so that's my thing. It, it's not to bash anybody, but you gotta. We have to realize that the people that oppose Yeshua were religious. So what makes you think when he comes back again that it's not gonna be the same thing? It's not gonna be those that want to bash him for the things that he did. I mean, he ate on the on the uh the Sabbath, and they were ready to uh, kill him. And they was like, how dare you do this? And then he was healing people. And then they was like, um, why are you doing work? They weren't even looking at the miracle he performed. They were just like, why are you trying to, you know, why are you healing people? And he was explaining to them that, um, they, you know, people needed help, basically. But they weren't trying to hear that because they were so religious. So one thing we have to be careful of is a, a religious spirit. And really get an understanding of the word and not just reading the um the bible for what it says because you know we both know that scripture and you say it all the time scripture uh says more than it um how do you say it really uh the scripture teaches more than it says there you go <laughs> but you uh this religion thing is serious man because um just like you're sure um when he came the actual truth came um and the religious people had to get rid of him. They wanted to get rid of him. Um, it's going to be the same thing like <clears throat> towards the end times because we know uh, the scripture says that the end won't come until this message has been preached, talking about the kingdom message. And we've also learned that uh, when we read Revelations that um, I can't remember if it was the beast or the lady that was riding the beast, but uh, one of those uh, is talking about religion. It's one of the main... Um, things or um movements is that that's going to be happening towards the end the end times um that is really going to be persecuting believers and stuff like that because um you know you got to get rid of you like just like you sure can't have you out here teaching all this stuff um and saving people for real for real you know you taking money from my church man what you talking about <laughs> you know i gotta pay for this rolls royce i can't do that when you setting people free Mm. And and that's why, you know, the kingdom message is so important. That's why I'm so glad we're doing this podcast, because the kingdom message needs to be heard. It needs to be 
it needs to get out to the people because there are people that are turning away that are looking for something. And this is the Demetrius shared it today about um, some questions that the lady had for years that she couldn't find anybody to answer them. And he said he was able to answer them on the spot and had. And we don't take credit for anything said or done. We know it's all because of the father, and we and it's because we really have we're under great leadership. We're under a great leader who teaches us how. Uh, to study for ourselves. I mean, he has a whole teaching on YouTube called How to Study the Scriptures. <laughs> so it's really... Um, Shameless plug, YouTube at EOFKC. Go watch that teaching. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but it's, it's really great, though, because we're, we have somebody who's training us to be agents of change in the earth, and there are people out here that, that are just hurting. Like you were saying, Yeshua saw these people, the flock without the shepherd, like they needed help. And it, it, he said it, um, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers, laborers are few. And I'm sure there were plenty of religious people out there uh, teaching the word to consider themselves to be rabbis. But Yeshua was saying that there wasn't, he told them, he was like, you listen to them, but, but don't do, do as they say, but don't do as they do, because they were all hypocrites. And that was one thing that, um, one thing that the father hates, because we know that Yeshua he was a you know a living representation of the father, and one thing that uh, Yeshua had, he hated unbelief and he hated hypocrites, uh, and that was one thing that those religious people were that they they were hypocritical in a lot of things that they said because um, they studied the scriptures, but but the ways that they followed were religious ways that they did things um, that did not agree with scripture because they were trying to compare themselves, well you know saying they were children of Abraham. And just saying that they were um, basically, you know, great because of that. But Yeshua was like, "Nah, that that ain't how it work. <laughs> and he told Nicodemus, unless you become born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. And Yohanan like the Baptist told him, we can make, uh, Elohim can make Israelites from these stones. Yes. Yes, he so did. you can go and <laughs> <laughs> call them a brood of vipers and everything. I was like, oh. Right. This man ain't let <laughs> <laughs> and uh the kingdom the kingdom message is is very important and what it is uh because i know we're just throwing it around a lot is we understand that there is a king um uh, that he lives in a in a place and he has uh his territory and what we are are to be obedient to the king which is elohim and we have he has his own government, he has his own militia. All of this is set up in the kingdom, and it, it can and you can find all of this in scripture. Um, and that's really the kingdom message that the um the king sent away for us to get redeemed to come back into the kingdom. So now that we can um institute his kingdom of heaven in the earth. Yeah. And it's such a wonderful thing to realize who we were and that's our future. You know, our past is our future. And um, a lot of times, you know, when you hear stuff like that, a lot of doubt, you know, like you said, you sure hated unbelief. You know, a lot of time, a lot of times. And I know even for me, when I first started off, when you truly start to figure out who you were and this kingdom message and the power that we have, you know, who we truly are, you know, people who are truly in the likeness and image of the one who created us that are here on this earth to be led by the Holy Spirit to truly make this place look just like heaven, the kingdom of heaven. 
and we have the power to speak the things and command things and, you know, <clears throat> change situations and cultivate and dominate the, the enemy and stuff like that. It It's like me, you know, I've been struggling with self-esteem just to talk to a woman and you telling me all this, <laughs> you know, and a lot of times it can be intimidating, but I mean, you know, it's who we are and what we're called to do. And you can do exactly what we were created to do. Just believe, just accept what it is. And, you know, uh, realize that the enemy is nothing but a lie. And, you know, he's uh, he knows what you can do. All you have to do is like, you know, it's cliche what people say, but literally put your mind to it and believe. And you can do these things. So, yeah. Right. And I've, I think I've shared all my topics. You got one that you want to share? Um, I'll say uh, one more. I, this really can go to anybody, but, you know, I'm, I'm speaking particular to men um, when I say that men, when we were um, created, when Elohim um, created us, it's like uh, Minister Derek said before that we were, you know, meant to take commands and carry out commands. And one of the things that uh, in Genesis, uh, it reads in the scriptures that Elohim, he didn't let any of the uh, herbs and fruits and plants and things like that grow because he didn't have a he didn't have a human there to manage it. And that lets you know that there is a principle that we're supposed to be doing in this earth, that we manage everything that's given to us. We're supposed to manage everything here in the earth. Um, and especially for men, you know, um, we're the ones who are, you know, the ones who are to go out and cultivate and everything we put our hands on, it's supposed to grow. We're supposed to make it better. You know, we're supposed to be true managers that whatever you give me, I'm going to get the, the, uh, full extent out of it and more, you know, and we keep on reproducing, we keep on making things better. And with that, you have to have great management skills. And one thing that uh, I know a lot of people talk about all the time is not feeling like they have enough time in a day. And time management is something that we truly uh, have to get down uh, and get uh, really a hold to because I know I could speak for me, and I'm pretty sure uh, Minister Derek can attest to this too, with being a person who's trying to make sure that you're in the presence of Elohim trying to make sure that you spend time with your family, trying to make sure that um, you carry out your vision and things like that. Also, maybe you're still working like your full-time nine-to-five job and then making sure you do all your things for your ministry and stuff like that. And even, you know, other people might even have, you know, greater responsibilities. A lot of time, you might feel like it's too much and you don't have enough time in a day. You'd hear, uh, you hear stories all the time and they even, you know, display it in, you know, uh, the media that men, you know, they believe that they have to be the ones who go out and win all the money and, you know, be the head of the household. And that's how they do it with making money. So they'll go out and work like, you know, 90 hours a week. And you haven't even seen your your wife and your kids. And, you know, you basically just tell them like, you know, oh, you know, they hold me down or stick with me. You know, I just have to do this now. And in the future, it won't be like this. And that's horrible time management. You know, your wife, didn't marry you or you didn't get into a family for them to basically not see you because you're trying to spend so much time doing other things that you're not focusing on things that are important 
there are so many uh, kids that grow up and say, hey, um, you know, my dad, he worked hard and stuff like that. And yeah, he provided for us, but I never saw him. I really don't have this relationship with him. It's like he was he was there, but he wasn't there. You know, it seemed like my mom was the one who raised us. So we really have to make sure that we manage our time efficiently so that we can be that true cultivator that we are called to be that in every situation that we are in, that we're able to produce uh, righteous fruit, uh, fruits of life in every situation that we're in, whether it's from your kids, your wife, your job. And the way you can do that and it'll make it easier is like uh, I know Minister Derek has said on this podcast before is making sure that you stay in the present. You know, make make sure that you stay uh, in connection with the father, at, at least making sure that you are praying every day, at least make sure that you're trying to get uh, some type of reading in the word every day. Because when you get to the root of everything, we were made in the likeness and image of Elohim and the environment that Elohim made for us, that man was supposed to be in before he did anything he put him in the garden before he told him to do anything he put him in his presence before he told him to do anything so we have to make sure that we stay in the presence to make sure that we don't stress ourselves out bog ourselves down and feeling like you have to do so many things all at one time because when you're in the presence there's peace there's calm there's direction and you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing uh to where you don't feel like you're stressing yourself out and wearing yourself thin so um, I think that's it. <laughs> I don't want to go on for too much longer. No, that was good, man. You could have kept going. <laughs> it's always good to hear because, you know, one thing as a believer is when we're sharing with each other, it builds each other up. Um, Because uh, we have no intentions of harming each other. So you hear somebody's true intent and motive and we're all uh, doing this walk together. There, I mean, like I say, it's all about unity. That's one reason we're doing this podcast, not only to expose the kingdom message, but hopefully this will help somebody else that's struggling. Because I know one thing, like I, I talked about when I was getting ready to commit suicide, one thing that really actually helped me was um, I found an Instagram page. And I know you do uh, get the word, <laughs> but I actually found an Instagram page. Um, and I was on there, and I would go through and just read some of the stuff that this person would post daily. It'd be just different quotes like you know it would read like elohim didn't uh create you to fail uh elohim still has a, a plan for your life not saying these are things that you should live off of but at that moment in time in my life that was something that i needed um and it helped me actually keep going for a while so no nah, stuff like that it, it needs to be shared and I, like i say we get the word like you really don't know how you're affecting somebody's life. Even with this, you don't know how you're affecting somebody's life. So that's why it's always good to share. Yeah, practice in the presence, man. And that's what, you know, that really is, you know, like you said, that page um, where you would go to the post and, you know, get the word, you know, that's at least, you know, someone, if they're out there, you know, feeling like life is too much and all this and that, you know, making having pages like that is where someone can go and they can get a little glimpse of life. You know, Elohim is life. You know, that presence and in, in spot that he had Elohim is garden in Hebrew means to uplift life. It was a, a literal spot 
um, where the presence of Elohim was there and man was literally in the presence of Elohim. So going to those pages and stuff like that is that little bit of life, that little bit of, um, you know, uh, his presence and who he is that you can get every day that gives you like the strength to keep going because that's what man was supposed to be originally in the first place. You know, it's like a fish trying to live out of water. Like that fish can fight. And like pastor said today, that fish can fight and do whatever it wants to do. Eventually you're going to die. The fish is going to die. You're, you're going to be stressed out. You're going to, you know, eventually, you know, feel like you're going to get to a place where it's like, man, I can't do this anymore. And that's why you hear so many people saying like, I was to a point to where I wanted to commit suicide. And, you know, even myself, you know, I was there before uh, ready to commit suicide. But <laughs> I can remember, you know, sitting there thinking of how I was going to do it. And I just heard a voice say, like, you know better. And, you know, that's what stopped me from doing it. Just, you know, hearing uh, because I had a great foundation in um I'd say the church, you know, that's what we call it growing up. I had a great foundation in that. I knew, you know, about Elohim. I I had seen things and I had, you know, um, been in situations and saw a lot of things. So, you know, uh, when I got to that point, you know, he basically just was like, Hey man, you know, you know, what's, what will happen if you do this, you know? So I, I thank Elohim for a family that gave me that foundation. And good man, and um, and I'll share this before I get out because I know when I first got born again, um, and I'll be quick. It was um, I was like I want to tell everybody, <laughs> and that was you were one of the people that I, that I told. I remember it was me, you, uh, who else, Desmond, Alicia, and somebody else. But I was just sharing. I was like, you know, as long as you, I was saying then. As long as you keep God first, like it's gonna be all right. Just keep him first, keep him first. I didn't didn't even really know what it meant. But um that was one thing that, that I was just sharing. And then that was when me and you started talking um about, you know, just living a life of faith and different things. But I never knew sharing that would um I mean, let's just say this lead to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I really appreciate you, man, because you know, you were really the only person because uh, I, you know, I, I tell you, even tell my wife, I was like, when I was in college, it seemed like there was no Elohim anywhere. Wasn't nobody talking about that. You know, it was, it was just seemed like it was sin all across the land. But, you know, uh, when you started calling me and talking to me, that was that little bit of, you know, hearing about Elohim and and a little bit of presence. I would get, you know, the exposure that you were giving me and talking to me every day, you know. Because I can remember um, when I first uh, walking into this, I was falling into many different things, you know, Hebrew Israelites, uh, Pan-Africanism, you know, so many different ways that I was like falling into, you know, believing that you didn't have to read scripture to be born again. And, you know, you talking to me really helped me stay on course from falling into those different ways. So it's appreciated. Oh, I wasn't looking for all that. I, <laughs> I was just saying, man, because I, like I say, I don't want to take any credit for it. it was, I just, I'll just say it was just the Holy Spirit working in me. Um, because one thing, I mean, you helped me actually. Um, because one thing, talking to you and and um, our other brother Demetrius is like, man, like just hearing y'all, you may not think of this, but it really holds me accountable. 
Cause I'm like, man, like they really studying, like, man, like they really getting this. I'm like, I need to get this. I'm not saying it because of any competition, but I'm like, my brothers are getting this and I want to stay on the same walk that they're on. I don't want to get behind because how can I help them? If they're helping me, I, I want to be in a position to also help them. And so that's how I think about it. Yeah, I understand the accountability part because I have a, a friend that calls me and he literally asks me advice. And, you know, the thing that's wild to me now is that, you know, the scripture says those who um, he's the Lord's precepts are wiser than their elders. I have friends who are literally older than me calling me, asking for advice. You know, literally just will call and say, hey, man, I wanted to talk to someone that I know has a level head. I want I want to hear your, you know, you know, your take on this. You know, my my aunt, you know, she's little she's my aunt, you know, and she'll tell me, like, I saw your post and this was right on time. And I'm like, you're my aunt, you know, like and I'm. You basically telling me that I'm I'm telling you things or you're getting stuff from me, you know. So it's amazing. It definitely is. But uh, that's all that I had, though. That's all that I have too. So um, if you made it this far, we really appreciate you listening with us. Um, if you haven't, again, subscribe uh, on whatever platform you're listening on, and we thank you again and shalom. Shalom.